Horses that are just on grass even don't get that variety, right? Like they're not able to travel and go find all the different berries and roots and leaves and stems and things like that, that give them the nutrition that they're looking for. Welcome to this week's episode of Healing Horses with Alicia. The topic for this week is five healthy food options that your horse will love. I want to give you some examples of what good nutrition looks like for horses. Now, the things I'm going to talk about today, your horse might not love all of them, but it kind of ties into last week's topic where I talked about why horses can be picky and they do have an opinion when it comes to different tastes or flavors. So this will give you an opportunity to kind of play around with that, try some different things uh, where they're getting good nutrition. The other reason I wanted to give you some examples in this episode is because one thing that I've noticed out there in the horse industry is that we have all become very accustomed to feeding processed food. And unfortunately, the way our world is and the food supply, we can't get away from some level of processing. Everything pretty much that we eat, unless we're being really diligent, has some level of processing. And the same goes for our horses. So things like beet pulp, alfalfa cubes, alfalfa pellets, you know, as clean as they might be, uh, you know, for doing the organic and the non-GMO, there is still going to be some level of processing. And so in that process, we've steered really far away from whole food. And one thing I know for sure about horses is they like things that come directly from the earth. And in the domestic world, if we've got horses, you know, living on dry lots or they're on, you know, hay feeders all the time, they are not getting the variety of forage that they need for good health. And that includes a lot of the phytonutrients that gets provided in you know, pastures and being able to forage. So horses that are just on grass even don't get that variety, right? Like they're not able to travel and go find all the different berries and roots and leaves and stems and things like that, that give them the nutrition that they're looking for. So I wanted to go through five different options with you today of what whole food looks like and just play around with it. See if your horse likes them. So the first one is spirulina. Some of you may already be feeding spirulina. You might even already be using it for yourself or have at least heard of it. Spirulina has become a pretty common topic out there for the human natural health side of things, but it's considered a superfood. It's a plant. So whenever we're wondering how to feed our horses, is this a plant? Is this coming from the earth? That's the first question you should ask yourself because that's really uh, what they want you to know. They want to eat stuff that's grown out of the dirt. But spirulina is actually a phytoplankton, so it comes from the sea. And its nutrients are more concentrated than any other food or plant. So when I'm looking for ways to increase nutrition in our horses, I'm also looking for very nutritionally dense things. So I want to get as much nutrition in as little amount as I can, because that's just efficient. And because so many horses are deprived of good nutrition, and some of them have really compromised digestive systems, I really try to get as much into them with food as I can. That's always the first step. So what's in spirulina? It is one of the richest sources of protein. 
So these are horses that maybe you don't have the protein levels in your hay that you would like. After my most recent podcast on protein deficiencies, maybe you would like to increase protein a little bit. And maybe your horse doesn't tolerate alfalfa. So adding a bit of spirulina into their mash might be a good idea. It also contains beta carotene, calcium, B vitamins, vitamin E, essential fatty acids, and immune-stimulating polysaccharides. Now, when I think of spirulina, and I use it a lot for horses, and you know, when you're trying to source different types of spirulina, you know, always try and find the organic forms, right? The cleanest you can find. But when I'm using spirulina, I'm always thinking about cellular detoxification. So horses have a history of a lot of toxicity. Spirulina is a good one to go with, especially if it comes in the form of chemicals or lots of medication use, where there's just been a lot of exposure to toxins. And so the cells really get bogged down with all that toxicity. So I like spirulina for detoxification, but it also helps with cellular metabolism. So it can actually help with energy levels as well. And one of its most common uses even for humans is to regulate blood sugar. And so, of course, with our epidemic of insulin resistance and metabolic courses, spirulina can be a good option to help with that, just to help regulate their blood sugar and improve their metabolism. Also, because of just the amount of nutrition in it, good for immunity and back to the blood sugar thing, it can also help um, increase satiety just because of how much nutrition is in it. So whenever you are adding so much nutrition to a horse's plan, there are a lot of other benefits, you know, and I try to be careful not to put it all in a box. Like if your horse is struggling with this condition, use this plant. I try not to do that because there's so many other benefits that all of these nutrients have. So just stay focused on whole food and bioavailability. That's really what we're trying to do here. Less processing, the better. So when it comes to amounts of spirulina, it has a strong taste. Some horses don't like it. If you have one of those horses, you'll probably know it. So start low if you've never tried to feed it before, you know, and I mean like half a teaspoon in, you know, one to two cups of mash just to kind of introduce the taste a little bit. You can build up to about a tablespoon. So like with anything else, the things I talk about today are not staples in the diet. We are not feeding pounds and pounds of these things. I don't even exceed a half a cup of any of this. These are just supplements to start increasing uh, the nutrition in your horse's diet. So start at about half teaspoon to a teaspoon, work up to a tablespoon, and that's where I would keep it per day. The second option or whole food option you can play with is cranberries. And some horses love cranberries. They can be tart. So they have more of a tart taste to them. Some horses still love them and some horses won't like the tartness. So you can get sweetened berries just to help with the taste. And the topic of sugar here, I don't run from things like a few sweetened cranberries or a carrot or an apple. Those things don't cause metabolic syndrome. Having high sugar hay that they're eating all day long and having horses on 100% pasture and horses that aren't moving and aren't getting enough exercise, that causes equine metabolic syndrome. So a quarter cup to a half a cup of sweetened cranberries is not going to cause metabolic problems. And the benefits sometimes of what these whole foods can deliver kind of mitigate it. So I don't know if you remember, I talked about this in the Beat Pulp podcast, but 
increasing fiber in the diet reduces the glycemic index. That means the rate at which there's a blood sugar response. And so by adding some of these cranberries, even if you have to do some sweetened cranberries into something that's already higher in fiber and protein, there isn't going to be much of a blood sugar rush there for you. So I would not be concerned about that. The cranberries have one of the highest concentration of health-promoting antioxidants of any fruit. So antioxidants are really helpful. They really help prevent damage being done by free radicals in the body. So these are the effects of just our world. You know, there's just a lot of toxicity in the world and that we are exposed to and also our horses. So I like things that have a lot of antioxidants in them. It's very helpful for the entire body and all the body systems. They're also high in vitamin C, vitamin E, manganese, and potassium as well. So vitamin C and E also really good for the immune system. So that's where that comes from. Why they love them? They're good for the kidneys. And so if you have a horse, it doesn't happen. I wouldn't say really common that I see this, but there are horses that get urinary tract infections. So adding some cranberries, so just like humans, cranberry juice is a great way to help with our bladder and kidneys. So we can use cranberries for them in those situations as well. Uh, they're natural anti-inflammatory properties as well in cranberries. So it can actually help with the prevention process of infections as well. So if your horse is prone to getting chronic infections, even if they're low-grade infections, cranberries uh, might be helpful there for you too. And of course, it'll boost immune function. And so yeah, just play around with just the different, see if they'll like the tart ones. If they don't, get the sweetened ones. Just do a quarter cup to start and see what they think of them. And you can just mix them in their mash. So with cranberries, because they're big and they take up a lot of room, I'd probably start like a quarter cup a day and you can just mix that in their mash. But again, I don't add lots and lots of these things. You're not feeding pounds of these things to your horses. That's when we start to get a little bit out of balance with things. So I wouldn't exceed, you know, quarter to a half a cup of cranberries per day for them. Number three is another berry that I wanted to include here for a particular reason, and that's blueberries. And blueberries are also rich in phytonutrients. They're also considered a superfood. So just like spirulina, very nutritionally dense. And when I'm trying to, especially when you have horses with compromised digestive systems, which so many of our horses do, even horses that have had struggles with ulcers, especially I'm always trying to make things easy on the digestive system. I don't want to feed them a lot of food, but I want to get as much nutrition into them as I can with the food we are feeding. So more is not always better. I just want to make sure that it's uh, nutritionally dense. So blueberries fits into that category. It has also like cranberries, a very high antioxidant activity. And so this is really important for horses that have a lot of toxicity in their bodies and need a lot of repair, cellular repair there. And one of the particular reasons I, I like blueberries is because it helps reduce gastrointestinal symptoms. So this will vary from horse to horse, right? You're going to have to play with this if your horse is having any GI symptoms such as, you know, diarrhea or propensity to colic or anything like that, ulcer symptoms, indigestion, cribbing, all of those types of things. But it can help increase the mucus production of the gastric lining. 
So I have recommended blueberries in the past as a whole food. Just here's a handful, you know, just see if you'll, you'll like them first. Let's start there. And, you know, we don't want to force our horses to eat anything, especially if they're not feeling well. Um, so just one thing at a time, just a few berries here and there, just to see if they'll start taking food. That's really the best way to do it. So blueberry is also really good for the immune system. Uh, for humans, it's it's considered as an anti-diabetic berry. Um, so for horses with insulin resistance and metabolic issues, it can be beneficial there just because of the fiber content. So remember, fiber helps lower the glycemic index. Fiber is really important for horses in the hind gut too. That's how they get 75% of their energy. So we want to introduce things with a lot of fiber. That's just healthy for horses. Uh, as far as micronutrients, rich in vitamin C, vitamin K, manganese, and they're 85% water. So horses that maybe aren't drinking enough or you have to really watch, especially in the different seasons that they're not drinking enough, maybe try and get some berries into them. That's just a, a nice, natural, healthy way to get um, some hydration going for them. Another benefit that blueberries can offer is recovery for performance horses. It can actually help with muscle repair. So for those of you that are doing a lot of work with your horses and looking for ways to support their muscles after, you know, give them a quarter cup to a half a cup of blueberries in their mash after their workout. If you are ready to dive into the world of holistic horse health and all it has to offer, I invite you to join me for my 12-week online signature program, Healing Horses Zairway. This program only runs once per year, and I'm excited to announce the doors are now open to welcome the class of 2024. Registration is now open. Inside, you'll learn how to formulate natural health programs using diet, lifestyle, single nutrients, herbs, and homeopathic remedies. And this course will also empower you with the tools and confidence you need to make informed decisions and take charge of your horse's health. If you want to learn more or you're ready to register, you can look in the show notes for the links. There's one link that will take you to a page to learn more about the program and how it's run. And the other link is just to get registered right away. I can't wait to welcome you. Food item number four is chia seeds. This is becoming more of a common one in the horse industry. And I hear this, people are already feeding chia seeds a lot, but I thought I'd go over them again because there's a lot of horses that haven't tried chia seeds. So let's see what kind of benefits they can offer. So when it comes to chia seeds, they're hard little seeds and they have more fiber by weight than even flax does. So we always want to look for things higher in fiber, higher in nutritional value. So that would be a great option if you're just wanting to help increase fiber. It also has the highest uh, natural source of omega-3s. So those are your essential fatty acids and omega-3s are typically healthy. I won't get into the fats too much today, but we like omega-3s for horses, but we also want it to be balanced with the omega-6s. As far as micronutrients, they're rich in selenium, calcium, phosphorus, magnesium, zinc, copper, and potassium as well. So some of the health and benefits include increasing satiety. So that would be the fiber, right? So fiber can really be beneficial for increasing satiety, regulating blood sugar, and increasing metabolism too. 
Bone strength is another benefit of chia seeds, and that's probably just because of the mineral content, calcium and phosphorus, uh, which are two really important minerals for bone health. So with chia seeds, you can soak them or you cannot. What I do with my horse is I have my mash already wet, so I just throw in my chia seeds into the wet mash and just let it sit for 15-20 minutes, depending on what I'm doing, and then I'll feed it to them that way. The chia seeds can kind of form a mucilage as well, you know, like it gets kind of gelled up when they're soaked. And the common thought is that they're just going to be able to extract more nutrition and they'll get more out of them that way. But, you know, tons of humans are throwing dry chia seeds into their smoothies in the morning and just drinking them that way. So there's different schools of thought on that. First of all, see if your horse likes them, see if they'll, uh, what they think. And then if your horse likes more of a wetter mash, then I would um, maybe soak them for a period of time just to, just to get them gelled up a little bit. So again, like with anything, tablespoon a day, you know, I don't go, you know, upwards of a quarter cup because they're so tiny and dense. So start with a tablespoon a day and see how that goes for them. And option number five is hemp hearts. So I like hemp hearts a lot. I like hemp hearts almost as well as crushed flax seeds, actually, uh, for horses as far as nutrition goes. There are two different types that you can find. So if you're going to get the hemp seeds, that means that the hull is still on and the hull contains the fiber. So if you're trying to increase fiber in your horse's diet, then finding just the hemp seeds with the hull on is maybe going to be more beneficial. Or you can get the hemp hearts. I buy these from the human grocery store. You can just go into the aisle and you'll see all the hemp hearts sitting there for humans. And that's just what I feed my horse. The de-hulled ones, such as the hemp hearts, means that they're going to have more access to the nutrition because the outer shell has been removed. And so if I'm going to use hemp hearts for more nutritional value, meaning just higher micronutrients and more bioavailable nutrition, then I like the hearts, right? Because they're de-hulled and the digestive system doesn't have to work too hard to get that hull broken down. But if I'm going after increasing more fiber with a little bit more nutrition, then I might just go with the seeds. It just all depends on what your goal is there. But another benefit of the hemp hearts is that it's a complete protein, 25%. It contains vitamin E, potassium, magnesium, calcium, sulfur, and 30% essential fatty acids. And they're thought to be in the optimal range of EFAs, meaning that there there should be a good ratio of omega-6s to 3s. And hemp hearts actually is more balanced than even crushed flax. So your crushed flax is going to be higher in omega-3s. And why do we like this? I like essential fatty acids a lot for horses because especially horses that are on 100% hay diets because they're not getting the fat-soluble nutrition like they would out of live forage. And so adding something like you know, hemp heart, some chia seeds, like that's kind of important. So because they need those essential fatty acids in their diet. Because of that, uh, adding some hemp hearts into their diet can be helpful for the skin. So EFAs can be really good for skin, especially if your horse has had a lot of dry, flaky skin issues going on. Um, if you've never tried some essential fatty acids or the omega-3s and 6s, 
then that might be a good option for you. It also helps regulate hormones. So this is especially important for mares that might be cycling harder than you would like, or, you know, they get real moody and irritable around their cycle. You know, bumping up their EFAs uh, is a good idea. And it can also help with inflammation. So EFAs are also a great way to reduce inflammation in the body. Now, if you're going to use the seeds, which have the fibrous outer covering on them, which has the fiber, then that can be really helpful for the digestive tract too. Because so just like the chia seeds I was talking about, they can bulk up the stool and help with digestion. So if you've got a horse where you've got some diarrhea or fecal water, you can try that option and just use the hull part, like the complete hemp seed, and that might just help bulk up their stool a little bit. So all these kind of seeds have that same property to them where they have the outer hull on, same with, with flax seeds too. But if you're going to leave the hull on, there's just less bioavailability for the nutrition inside the seed. So just to recap the five different options you can play with, spirulina, cranberries, blueberries, chia seeds, and hemp hearts. And don't go and throw all these things in your horse's mash at once, especially if they've never really tried other things. One thing at a time, just see what they like so you can get a feel for what they really appreciate. Whenever I am formulating a health program for horses, they have an opinion. And I want to make sure that they're enjoying their food because food is a really important piece of their life. It brings them so much joy. It's something they look forward to every day. So let's make this health journey good for them as well as for us. Also with the hemp hearts, about one tablespoon again um, a day. I usually kind of stick to around that dosage with all these seeds and different things just because they're so nutritionally dense. They don't need a lot more. They need a lot less than we think they do. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. As usual, thank you so much for tuning in, sharing the episodes. It's just great to have a platform to reach so many horse owners out there in the world. And uh, please make sure you leave a review, subscribe and follow. Um, It just helps me reach more horse owners. Have a great day and we'll see you again next week. 